Do it live. Yeah, we're going to do it live, F it like Bill O'Reilly says. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And welcome to The Shit Show. So, wanted to open this up with uh, people that we've lost this week. In- including our show last week? Including our show last week. Uh, we're going to cover some points from that that we think may be still pertinent, but I don't want to get into that. It's a sore subject on how I lost an hour of audio. Uh, and completely ruined the bank ladies Thursday. Did I really? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Do you hear about it? Oh, yeah. Stagnabbit. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, that won't happen again. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen again, but we don't know. But we're going to try to prevent that. So anyway, on to the news. Lee Kerslake. Okay, I wanted to go to this one. Uh, Drummer for Uriah Heep, which that's going to be lost on some people. But he was also the drummer on Ozzy Osbourne's first two solo albums, Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman. He passed away today. He was 73 years old, died of cancer. Uh, like I said, probably drummer-wise, probably up in my top 10, top 15 of all time. Hmm. Uh, anybody that doesn't know this, the Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman albums were done when they were pretty much going by the band name Blizzard of Oz. Uh, he did a lot of con- contributions to those albums, and he, Sharon Osbourne, good old Sharon, stepped in and cut them out of it, cut them out of royalties. His la- his dying wish was to have the albums, the platinum copies of the albums. Ozzy heard that, said "F you, Sharon," and actually sent him platinum copies of those albums framed up. Nice. So he got his dying wish, and that was last year. I think but he'd been sick for a while. So Lee Kerslake, great drummer. We lost him, seventy three years old. Uh, and then also, uh, deaths this week, we have Ruth Masturbator Ginsburg <laughs> passed away, and I believe she was 87 years old. She passed away of pancreatic cancer, and we know what that means. Uh, that means that there's likely, if they can pull this off, there are going to be seven uh, Republican-appointed judges and three Democratic-appointed judges that's, by the time this is all said. That's a done. big if. Why? Tell me. Well, I just... Look, they're going to do every possible thing that they can think of to stall this. Look at what happened with Kavanaugh. Yeah. But the difference is, it's a Republican Senate this time. Yeah. So, and the the Republicans have said, we're going to push this through, whatever he says. He's got a couple picks right now for what they're going to put in there. But, you know, good old Ruth Bader Ginsburg, till her dying moment, was always for the Constitution. You know what her last words were? My most fervent wish is that I not be replaced until a new president is installed. Wow. Not be replaced until a new president is installed. Well, that's not how it works. But like Dee said, this is 2020. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that they can get it done, but but this close to the election and... I just, I don't know. It's going to be a struggle, even if there is a Republican-controlled Senate. The Pelosi is going to, yeah, I mean, pull out all the stops. uh, Yeah, they're going to. Well, we've talked about this. They're going to pull all the stops on everything. So you got these two never Trumper a holes, Susan Collins from from Maine and Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, that are not going to vote on this. They're holdouts. Because they want to please their Democratic constituents. They're Republicans, mind you. So they don't want to lose their their seats. But then again, what's going to happen when you have something historic like this? Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. We have a chance to get somebody in there, another conservative appointed nominee, and you don't vote. Like, you're just going to refuse to do it because you don't want to piss off your Democratic constituents. Well, what's that going to do to your Republican constituents? Right. And they're very, very moderate, mind you. They're never Trumper type people. It's something I was talking to my mom about that. It just, there's always a couple of holdouts. You know, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney's like always been this Democrat guy, parade around as a Republican. You know, he's not, he says he's not going to vote for Trump. I actually think he will. I actually think at the end of the day, he'll cast a vote for Trump and either come up with an excuse why he did it or just lie about it. You know, it's funny that you say that because, I mean, Trump was always Democratic. Oh, he was until like the last decade. He was flip floppy. He really was. Yeah. In the late 80s, he was Democratic. Before that, nobody really knew because he didn't really weigh into politics. In the 90s, he was Republican, maybe Democrat. And then, yeah, around 99, 2000, he became a Republican. There's even the quote where he said that if he ever ran for president, he would run as a Republican. 
but here's the thing with Trump, though. He never came out and said, I am this. He always leaned sometimes this way or sometimes yeah. that way. He voted for as many Democrats in New York as he voted for Republicans and vice versa. Um, but once again, that's another conversation. This isn't like it used to be. We're out of this. Everything's a status quo. You, you vote for, you can vote for Al Gore. You could vote for George W. Bush. You know, at that point, is Al Gore really going to ruin the country? No. Is he going to vote for stuff I don't want him to vote for? Yes. But is it the end of the world? No, because they're pretty much one and the same. Except one of them may happen to do more things that you like. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. That started changing about 12 years ago to where you started seeing these factions go off. So, I don't know. Yeah, so she's she's uh, she passed away. Uh, he, Trump has already decided he wants to put a woman in place, replace her with another woman. Um, so, we'll see what happens there. Definite uh, pander. What you think putting a woman in? Yeah, I could be. I think, but the ones he the ones he listed like this Amy Barrett, she seems to be a pretty good, pretty good pick for that. But he's also got male picks too. But he said he wanted to put a woman in. But yeah, maybe it is a pander. But you know what? Here's the thing: you can put a black person in, a woman. You can put somebody polka dot in. I don't care if it's pandering or not, as long as they're good for the job. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's that's all I care about. So so that's going to be something to watch, and there is going to be a firestorm over this. Oh, they yeah. will try to block. I don't know what they can do actually, unless they can do a filibuster. Or yeah, like that. I don't know. I, I seen a thing. Pelosi even mentioned impeachment, which I don't know how the hell they would pull that off. But look, here's the thing: if you if you really don't like Donald Trump, you need to vote him out. But here's the thing: you you need to get somebody that can actually run against him. Yeah, their their choice of uh, opponents is only making Trump's case stronger. Yeah, and I mean, you got a puppet up there, and I mean, I just want to be middle of the road, El Donzo, for a second. Vote him out if you don't like him, but this isn't the way to do it. You can't just keep running impeachment after impeachment after impeachment or scandal, 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 because it's not working. And the more you do it, the worse you're going to look trying to do it. Right. I don't know what's so difficult about getting a candidate that can actually stand on their own two feet. Maybe I'm just out of my mind. I don't know. I don't know. Well, again, it all goes back to the conspiracy theory that Biden was chosen because he's a puppet. You know what I mean? You yeah. Could, but how you, deep does that go? And we were talking about conspiracy theories before he fired this one up today. I don't think that's so much a conspiracy theory. No, I don't either. I, I, I definitely I mean, think there's some truth to that. You know, I, I love to hear a good conspiracy theory, but when there's facts in front of you, it's harder to make those conspiracy theories up. MH370 is a, is a is a bad situation to happen, but it's a good situation for a conspiracy theory, right? Because you don't have a whole lot of evidence. Um, this thing with Biden being a puppet, it's it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the times he's reading off the teleprompters, this guy ain't there. They know he's not there. Hey, Joe, tell him you're. Tell them you're uh, going to ban fracking. I'm going to ban fracking. And then you're in Pennsylvania, Joe. Tell them you're, you're going to keep fracking. Yeah, I'm going to keep fracking. What the hell is he? He's a puppet. That's all he yeah. is. Yeah, and he just, yeah, he doesn't even know what the hell he's doing or well, saying. It's name recognition. They thought the guy was vice president for eight years. He's got a name that everybody knows. Yeah. But been, it's funny when they do those on the street things, and they're like, who are you voting for? I'm voting for Barack Obama. Okay, are you going to vote for his... Vice president, they never Republican. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they ask him, who's the vice president to Barack Obama? Uh, and they don't know who it is. Yeah. So I don't know if name recognition really helps. Which something else we were talking about, I think it was last week, too, that we left out. Is, and we'll get into conspiracy theories here in a little bit. We'll jump to that since you kind of opened up the can of worms on the conspiracy theory stuff. You really got to do a lot of research before. It, whatever you see on news, you got to go and check it. And it's going to take you pages and pages and pages on Google to find something about it that may seem right. And then when you find something that either backs it up or proves it wrong, then you have to go somewhere else and corroborate that before you can even draw a conclusion. And like Dee said last week on the show that is missing in outer space, <laughs> I think aliens took it or something, or maybe it was that UFO, UFO in Jersey. In Jersey yeah, yeah, UFO in Jersey. You know, even then you have to do so much research and Dee's made a good point. He knows how I go with stuff. I mean, I dig, 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 dig. And his point was, most people don't do that. Whatever they see pop up on their on the ribbon on the ribbon on MSNBC or or Fox News or, or Facebook or, or, or Facebook, Twitter. Facebook's I mean, the worst one. They yeah. just take it as 
take it as a gospel. And it's a mistake. And here's the thing. The media knows they can do that. The media knows people eat that shit up. And they're so pissed off about one or the other that whatever they see, they'll just go with it and hope that it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing every year, at least three, four, five times on Facebook, somebody will share like a celebrity death and people just blindly, oh my God. Share, share, share. And it turns out they died like seven years ago. Well, you know what's, you know, what's It happens weird. all the time. Yeah. And, it, you, and they uh, do the same shit with these news stories and, and conspiracy theories. They, they just they post it without doing any research and share it. And a lot of people that are somewhat critical thinkers immediately either A, know it's false or have already done their due diligence. But there are a lot more people that just automatically and, take it as fact and share it. And here's the problem with all of that. The people that are critical thinkers or figure this stuff out for themselves, okay? They tell those people, hey, this isn't right. And those people get pissed off. Oh, yeah. And then they make excuses like, well, the other side does it all the time. No, that doesn't... Look, there's so many things. If you're going to go out there and you're going to try to get a hold of your 1,000 Facebook friends or put something out there that's in opposition to another party or whatever, uh, you know... Put out truthful stuff. Right. I mean, really, dude. I mean, look what's going on with the country today. And you're worried about, like I said, I always use this one, Hillary Clinton shaking hands with Osama bin Laden. Oh, my God. Remember this when you go and vote. Remember what? It's Photoshopped. Yeah. There's. How about all the people that have died around the Clintons? There's a good conspiracy theory for you. People suiciding themselves. People, well, people getting mugged and shot in the back of the head, execution style, and all their like belongings are near, still on near them. Near 40, I think, was... That they've tied to Yeah. It. You know, that's interesting stuff. But but even then, that's pretty much out on the fringe. Um, so conspiracy... I'll, t- I'll tell you one that really pisses me off to this day. And I've actually seen some, some conservatives doing this now. This Alex Jones BS about the, the World Trade Centers in Shanksville and the Pentagon. I saw a guy on Facebook post. It was a picture of the Pentagon. It said on, on September 11th. And it said, don't forget on this day a rocket hit the Pentagon and I got on there and I, and people are like, yeah, this is a conspiracy. Yeah. It was a government. Well, no, a plane hit it. You can tell a plane hit it. This is people expect a plane to have a cartoon image in the side of a building. That's not how it works. I try to explain to him, look, a plane is a tin can. It's a flying tin can. It's made as light as possible with the lightest material that, a, that plane turned to almost liquid when it struck the Pentagon at 500 miles an hour. Well, to be devil's advocate, here's the only argument I have against that. Yeah. We saw the planes crash into the the World Trade Center. Right. And we saw what the wings did to that building. There was almost zero damage outside the one hole. Agreed. In the side of the Pentagon. That's the only thing that makes me kind of scratch my head. and, And this is the difference, and this is fact. This is difference. There's a reason for that. There, there were wing marks on the side of the Pentagon. The Pentagon is made to withstand attacks. Mm-hmm. So the World Trade Centers were made out of light material. They were not made to do that. Right. So yes, the wings are going to crash through glass and shit like that. And if you look at it, you don't see two perfect wing imprints even in the World Trade Center. Well, no, but I mean, you could definitely tell that something very wide went through it. Exactly. Whereas the Pentagon was like a whole, what? Eight, ten feet? No, it by the time it got to I think the fifth or sixth wall inside, it was like five feet. Yeah. But it, it narrowed down and look, that's not rocket that's not what rockets do. <laughs> no, they okay. it, they explode, but yeah, a rocket isn't gonna make a fifty foot hole in one wall, a uh, thirty foot hole in the next wall that doesn't do that. They Which usually, and we had this discussion before. I you said that you've seen it. I haven't. I still haven't seen nor can I really believe that we nobody would release at least one clear image of, of a plane around the most secure building in the world. Well, the only video they had that was pointing in that direction, you got to remember this is back in 2001. All right, cell phones didn't take video back then. The hell they didn't. Well, maybe they did, but it wasn't say, like You can today. go right now and find a hundred okay. different World I'm Trade sure Center videos. No, World Trade Center videos. I agree with that. Cell phone footage. Same day. Yeah, it was a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But there was... Here's the thing. At the Pentagon that day, you didn't have another plane hit. You didn't have the streets crowded with people. It came out of nowhere. The security footage 
was like they had in the 90s. It was, wasn't was glitchy, but what's the frames per second? wasn't great, but uh, here's the point I'm trying to make. It's widely, widely known that there's this giant conspiracy against right. the government. Right. So wouldn't you think it would make sense for the somebody in the government to... Cause you can't tell me that there's no clear-cut footage, at least there shouldn't be, to where you grab at least one image of a plane approaching the Pentagon to where they could say, look, let me just squash all this shit right now. Look, this is clearly a plane. There And there may and not And we be. haven't seen that. There may not be, but all the evidence they gathered there is plain. The only video they had going that could have caught that plane was a video that was the security footage. And it's X amount of frames per second, and you barely see part of a plane at and then it's you can't even fireball. tell it's a plane. You see a white blur, like yeah. boom, boom, boom. But and you got to remember gone. something. It's a seven fifty seven, I believe it was, traveling at five hundred miles an hour, <laughs> and they've got debris, a debris field from where it was took taken down light posts and stuff. They found the engines in there, the Rolls Royce engines. Engines. They found the black box. They found parts of the landing gear. They told you they found. Yeah, yeah. They told you they. It's like <laughs> Jesus. Are you kidding me, man? Well, I mean, that's that's the number one argument is, oh, you're gonna believe because they said they found it. But well, to, to me in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, I mean, look at that. There's so many. Well, they found they found the they found the engine a mile and a half away. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They found it like five or six hundred yards away. No. And it makes sense when you got something traveling that fast going straight down to the earth, you're going to have debris, a large debris Yeah, I mean, to me, as far as, uh, obviously, the World Trade Centers and Shanksville, there's no no question in my mind what happened there as far as the planes doing what they did. The Pentagon, again, there's lack of evidence to prove it, at least lack of strong, like, physical, visible evidence. And then the other aspect was that the world trade center was detonated from within that's that's yeah that, that's, that's that's impossible it's impossible i mean i've been around explosives and demolitions all my life you would need a building the size of the world trade center a if if it even looked like it you would need at least three or four weeks with a hundred people to go in there and rig that up right. or control and it's, that didn't happen i guarantee it and when you watch it the way it came down Nobody in their right mind would rig a building up to come down like that. It's the opposite of how it's supposed to happen. How so? The top come down first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Usually, okay. yeah. The bottom, yeah, you're right. Now, somebody, and here's you, another one that doesn't know anything about anything. So, when the steel got weakened and you had a third of the building on top oh, but, coming down. but it takes... What two thousand degrees to melt steel and jet fuel only burns at five hundred degree or whatever the hell they would say that. No, no, they're they're wrong. I can... No, no, they're right, but it's the aspect of when it's weakened and exactly. you have so much weight exactly. on top of it. And I exactly. watched. Uh, uh, there was a documentary on Netflix about that very thing, and this guy basically went through the entire history of the design of the buildings and showed that yet while yes it takes that kind of temperature to melt steel when you put you're that much weight it. on top of it you're yeah you've weakened this it is, you've weakened all the concrete or the concrete's gone pretty much yeah and once that this is starts to bend and in, instead of being the straight up and down sturdy support it bends a little bit and then the weight just buckles i'll tell you how much that kind of heat compromises steel Okay, just that amount. The building across from my building burned down. And steel beams are all in good shape. Guess mm. what? They're taking them out because they've been compromised. Oh, yeah. From the heat. Okay? So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And then they, on each floor, you see the glass and the smoke billowing out. When you have that much weight coming down, it's forcing the air out of every floor as it's collapsing it. Mm -hmm. it's, it just it makes perfect sense. And somebody goes, well, they were using silent ex explosives. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> These people are just pulling shit out of their ass with this. It's uh, like, well, you don't know what you're talking about here. Dude. I can, silent explosives are like aisle J12 in Walmart. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah, you can just go get those anywhere. And it's really easy to get them in the World Trade Center. All that, how many miles of debt cord do you need to do that? Anyway, <laughs> but my point is, people just listen to stuff like we've been talking about. They listen and they think, oh, yep, that's got to be right because I can't stomach actually handling the truth. Now, if you want to make an argument about 
the government may have known this was going to happen. They allowed it to have a false flag operation. You know, that's a conspiracy theory because it can't be proven either way. Right. You have and, no and hard evidence. And would not surprise me in the slightest. Oh, I know it's still going on. But that's 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 a conspiracy theory. Um, but questioning whether these planes hit, to me, it isn't. So anyway. Uh, so, yeah, then we go into this UFO. We were talking about the Jersey UFO stealing our show. Hey, you know more about this than I do, why don't you? Yeah, it was, uh, I believe it was after the show that doesn't exist. It might have been either Sunday night or Monday evening. It was it was at, like, dusk in Jersey uh, around the Teterboro Airport, and it was all over Twitter, several people taking videos of this, and they were on a major highway. Traffic stopped. Everybody was getting out to look at it, and off in the distance, and I'll be the first to admit that the, most of the videos that these people were taking with cell phones, it looked like a UFO. It was like disc-shaped disc and had a bright blue light on it and was just kind of hovering there, and you'd see all these videos, people talking, what the hell is that, what the hell is that? Well, then finally somebody's like, y'all need to get a new phone, and he posted the picture, and it was the Goodyear blimp. But you know, in defense, though, you showed me the picture of that, and it yeah, the, it did look the, kind the of blurry, cool. kind of grainy video that was being shot. Yeah, I, I sat there on Twitter watching all these videos, going, "It's twenty twenty. That yeah. they're they're here. They're they're coming." Yeah, and uh, but yeah, then like I said, it was proven to just be the Goodyear blimp that had was doing a test run or whatever, and was either landing or taking off from the airport there in New Jersey. Yeah, but, you know, it's so hard, especially in this day and age, to believe anything you see. Right. right. So if I see something, I think kind of, hey, that's kind of cool. Could that be a UFO? First thing I think is there's no way it's a UFO. Well, and it, it's a perfect example of what we were talking about, though. Because right. Because it started on Twitter, and then it went to Facebook. And before you knew it, it was like the Next number thing. one trend on Twitter worldwide before uh, it went on for about an hour, maybe two, before it actually was... Proven the, to be the Goodyear blimp. Next thing you know, somebody in a church is calling their family. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, and the, <laughs> the sad thing here. is, this year, I wouldn't have that much of a problem believing it. I, I I wouldn't either. I mean, you know there's somebody out there probably saw that and, and drank some beef eater gin and took some barbiturates and put a purple cloth over their head and went to sleep. You're right. That's You caught that, right? Uh, the, the, the Heaven's Gate cult that did that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah the hail bop comet. So they all killed themselves. And well, I guess we'll never actually know if they made it on that, that comet spaceship or not. Will <laughs> no. we? Well, we Marshall, might. Marshall Applewhite was that guy's name. You remember that? that was wild. Wasn't it? I can't even believe you remembered his name. Yeah. I, I didn't remember the cult, but until you said it, but yeah. Yeah. What was it? What was it? The heaven's gate, right? Yeah. Heaven's gate. Some weird. And yeah, the hail, what hail bop. Or whatever the, the comet. Bop, yeah, Haley Bop comet. Yeah, something, the, something. Yeah, not Haley. That's Haley's comet. That's a different one. Haley's comet. Hey, that's a Hail Bop. It, it was a Hail Bop. Is that Hail Bop? Hail Don't ever do that. Not again. funny. Not no, funny. No. You know what? Speaking of suckers, it wasn't and, funny when it was popular. Speaking of suckers and losers, I guess the Atlantic retracted their thing about Trump calling the calling the uh, dead veterans, the dead soldiers, suckers and losers. That's something we covered on the show that never existed. Um, so that's really not news, but kind of popped in there. So have you seen Gucci's male fall line? Oh my God. Have you seen this? Yes. I seen it on Facebook and I, this, no, I didn't fully investigate. I kind of hoped that it was just a no, I joke meme. I did too. And, and I saw all these people sharing it. Okay. And the first thing I do when I see something that's, that's outlandish like that, I'm thinking, okay, Gucci's a big name in the fashion industry. Yeah. And I don't follow it, but I just know, you know, Gucci handbag. What, Gucci one of out. the biggest, really. One of, yeah, mean. one of the biggest. Okay, so I thought, this can't be real. This has got to be some kind of a joke. So I go to Gucci's website, and sure ship, this real. This is their design. They're, they're, they're turning men into eunuch cucks is what they're doing. Did you see this? Yeah, this I is, know. I'd... Look, 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 look. You can't even say that... You know, everybody uses the term, well, that's gay. You can't even say this is gay. Because I know gay people that would never dress like this. No. This is horrible. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, it looks like they went to a thrift store and a dumpster. And it was like, whatever you can find, put together an outfit. And, and, and make him look like he's a she. It looks like, yeah. it looks like somebody wants to go to a drag show that's never been to a drag show before. Then it doesn't have the money to buy nice clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and <it laughs> that's has, exactly and, what it looks like. And that is blind. Yeah. 
Yeah. And has no fashion sense. And, yeah. This is so and it kind of goes along with this thing where they're trying to normalize pedophilia in the United States. Hmm. They're trying to normalize pedophilia. It's, it looks pretty obvious to me. What do you think, Dees? Yeah, it's. I mean, the evidence is there. Not only are they trying to do that, but they're trying to get rid of masculinity. Yeah. They call it toxic mas- masculinity. That was the whole point. I read this uh, thing from the guy that runs Gucci now. Well, we want to get rid of toxic masculinity. Well, wait a minute. By doing what? By having people sashay around and saying, this is how we're supposed to look. We all have to be one gender. So they want everybody to dress like women? doesn't make oh, any no, sense. That, that makes what? me sexist. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I don't want to get rid of toxic masculinity. You know, toxic masculinity won wars, okay? Toxic masculinity got shit done. That's they why call we're it toxic. A free country. That's right. They call it toxic because they don't like it. It's nothing toxic about it. Now, do you have chauvinists and pigs? Do you have sex offenders? Yeah, yeah you got all this stuff. But you can't call my masculinity toxic because you got a couple of a holes out there. And let me tell you something. I mean, I can. I've met you. Yeah, you've actually (laughs) met me. But I know, look, I know a lot of people from liberals and homosexuals. I've known these people, and they talk about stuff like that and what's offensive and toxic masculinity. But when you get to know them, they're just as perverted as anybody else. Oh, yeah. They're just as, they'll look at somebody's ass in a heartbeat, right? They do. Yeah. They do. They make bad jokes. They make offensive jokes when they get to know you. But when you don't know them, you're a chauvinistic pig. You're a racist. You're well, a yeah, if it fits, you know, fits I, their narrative. I or... can't believe he said she looks nice. And then they go in the other room and tell their buddy, he's like, man, I'd tap that. But that's really what happens, though. More or less, yeah. Son of a... But yeah, this Gucci thing. Go over and check that out. I don't know why anybody would buy that. I mean, it just doesn't... That's something that I had to fact check. I'm like, there's no way. And I was like, son of a bitch. It's real. <laughs> so it's no wonder these kids now are dressing in skinny jeans and... And doing their hair up stupid and wearing uh, tube tops. And these boys are doing this. You, look at the boys nowadays. When I was a kid, like, the guys that got all the girls were kind of like the jocks in high school. Right. You know, or, or some of the bad boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, look at these little twerps, man. They got, like, 16,000 TikTok followers, and they're built like a toothpick. You know, it, and they and they listen to, to bro country and, and gangster rap. And, and it's like... Uh, I'm going to be uh, I'm 45 and a half years old, don't have any kids. And when people ask me why, I just say, look around. I mean, I, yeah, honestly, true. I mean, if you have kids, hey, bless you. But I'm just happy that I don't have to raise a kid in this world. Well, I got two sons. I don't want to <laughs> live in this world anymore. I, no, I'm not suicidal, but I'm just saying yeah, it's, so it's depressing what's going you, on, and I'm glad that I don't have to try and... I'm glad I don't have to bring any more children into this world. Yeah. We had, we just adopted our daughter. Well, we're in the process of that, but I've got I've got two boys, 17 and 16. One's, you know, kind of the loner type, okay? He's long hair, rocks out. He's, you know, that just kind of like, almost like how I was when I was a kid, to an extent. God help us. Well, almost, <laughs> in certain aspects. But, you know, he's a quiet kid. My other one is kind of dresses in cowboy boots and goes around and hangs out at the bar and mows lawns. And, and, and so they're two different kids, but here's the problem. The 16 year old isn't like popular with the girls, but he's popular with every adult in town. All the women love him. I mean, the kid's going to be beating him off with a stick when he gets older. (laughs) When you, all I can think of is again, we, we talked about it off air, the movie dogma. When, when, uh, Metatron, is describing Jay and Silent Bob to the chick. Oh, yeah, right, right. He goes, the one that speaks, and he will, (laughs) whether you want him to or not, (laughs) that's Jake. Yeah. (laughs) That's Jake to a T. He does that all the time. The other, (laughs) the older one, he's a little bit older, so he gets, he he thinks different. He just kind of rolls his eyes and walks away. But but anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad my boys didn't turn into those people. Jane Silent but, Bob or no, not Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> but here's the thing: even if your kid does escape this, okay, does escape this this wokeness and gender fluidity and all this other bullshit, then just wait till they go to college because oh, yeah. they'll indoctrinate them there. Yeah, you know, the, you take kids that are that are conservative, raising a conservative or or just a libertarian family, okay, mm-hmm. just middle of the road, keep away from government, all this other stuff. They go to college, they come back, they tell their parents how much how much. A, massive failures they are oh, yeah. and that they're wrong and they're racist and they're tearing this country down and they've been brainwashed and colleges are doing this man because 
the professors are trying to instill their beliefs into these kids, and they're doing a pretty damn good job of it. What's scary is if you ever read like, uh, oh, these communist revolutionaries, they have like these manifestos of how to flip a country and destroy the economy. And some of this stuff is part of what they wrote, was going after this generation of of American, and it's going to take two generations to do it. I shared a thing from a Russian guy in an interview from 1985, and he was talking about how Russia, if they were ever to do it, and they actually started doing it since the Cold War, was trying to change the ideology of America to weaken it. And what he was saying they were going to do is what they're doing. He was calling this out in 85 about the universities being flipped, and then they flipped the students. It's going to take two to three generations of the students to raise their kids up to think like this. And next thing you know, you've got communism, and then the people lose control of the government. And it was pretty interesting. I'll share that on Facebook. Yeah, I have a – it's like a 10-minute long video, but it was pretty cool. Um, So, yeah, Gucci's out of control. You know what? Speaking of these weaklings, California wildfires – so, so far, I think we've got 26 deaths from that. Real, real quick, yeah. going back to what you were talking about with college professors and everything, did you see the one that basically said that she hopes all Trump supporters die oh, to, I, to her class? Yeah. And she's yeah. now been put on leave. I'm surprised they put her on leave. I'm surprised they didn't give her a medal. Yeah. Actually, she said that they hope they all die of COVID. Professor Jennifer Mosher of Marshall University in West Virginia. Well, you know, uh, uh, Trump is responsible for the COVID virus. Oh, yeah. He manufactured it in the basement of the White House. 195,000 people now. Yeah, he killed them. He put a gun to their head and pulled the trigger. Yep. You know, that's another talking point that I think the the liberals, summer liberals get on and make that. And I I think when people hear that, they start to understand that these people are absolutely lost their minds sheep sheep you know we were talking about gucci one thing we covered last week on the show the movie cuties okay talking about trying to shape something okay have you you didn't you've only seen clips of that or or whatever i haven't haven't i've barely even seen that i've seen just a couple like maybe a couple seconds of the promo that netflix ran let me tell you that's all you have to watch okay because i'm gonna watch i watched 30 minutes of it and it was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Now, on top of being poorly written and poorly acted, and now it was done in, in French, so they uh, dubbed it, which I can watch those movies. This was just bad. It was just a not an exciting movie. But what they got on there was in-your-face child sexuality. It wasn't like, and you, you talked of, of a movie called Kids, right? Mm. It wasn't like that, where they work in these... Uh, or like the old videos from the 60s and 70s where they work in these problems with kids today. The, the director of this film claims that she wanted to bring this to light, uh, child sexploitation. But the way she did it was pretty much uncalled for. I was uncomfortable watching it. As somebody that uh, finds girls my age attractive, I was very uncomfortable watching it. It was in your face. They're grabbing their crotch. They're sticking their asses up in the air. I think there was actually exposed booby or whatever it is when you're 11 years old. And they use child actors for this. So it was, yeah, it was as bad as what they make it out to be, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, and the whole thing with kids, the movie Kids, it was kind of like a... A coming of age thing and basically showed and it, I mean there was some truth to that movie how kids lived especially in uh, big cities like that and yeah they were 12 13 14 and it it was what NC 17 at the time yeah um, and it did have uh, quite a bit of uh, criticism and and hell raised over it but could you imagine somebody making that movie today? It'd probably get awards. I mean, it'd probably be, yeah, a movie like that today. Yeah. It wouldn't be controversial, though. I don't know. Uh, with with social media and everything, I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, know. I, don't, I don't think it would. I think Cuties is controversial because of the way they, they portray it. No, it's kind of like the, the honey the bigger, boo-boo and the child pageantry. Well, yeah, they're talking about, you know, they're making a big stink about Cuties, and all you got to do is watch Honey Boo Boo or what was the... I don't even remember the name of the show, but it was like pageant moms or whatever. And the the stuff they put those 
five, six, seven year old girls. And I agree with that a hundred percent. This this pageantry shit is is ludicrous. I agree with that. The difference between the the child pageantry and cuties, though, is that they dress these kids up to make them look like women in the child pageants. Right. They did that in cuties, but they took 10, 11 year old prepubescent girls and made them do sexually provocative things. Right. Spreading their legs, grabbing their crotch, smacking each other's asses. It just was uncomfortable to watch. Mm. And just like if we watched something that showed pretty women's in it, and, uh, you know, we we're like, ooh, I guarantee you. And I know pedophiles will watch anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But if, if somebody said, you pick one demographic this is geared towards, one demographic, you just pick one, guns to your head, pick one. I'd say it was, I'd say it was geared towards pedophiles. Yeah. Because it was, it was mean, uncomfortable to watch. But now they're trying to get pedophilia recognized as sexual orientation. Yeah, that's, I mean, the, the whole thing in California where they don't have to, what is it? They don't have to register? Or? No. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. So if it's within eight years of age, so, and, and they say, well, this isn't who we wrote it in mind for, you know, but no, but this is technically it. If a 20 year old has sex with a 12 year old, or 18 and 10, or 18 and 10, by the way, this is written, it's up to the judge's discretion, depending on what it is. Anal and oral, okay, and it it's that's how it's written. It's at the judge's discretion whether he makes that person register as a sex offender. Wow. Now, can could some people benefit from that? Maybe the nineteen-year-old kid that's sleeping with the seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, but I'm not even sure. At yeah, that see point. that to me, that's the only the only thing that's up for discussion is it should be if one person's over eighteen. I would say maybe 16 at the absolute biggest difference. Yeah, but you know, that's why you have a judge and that's why you have a jury is to look at that and say, okay, under these circumstances, da-da-da-da-da. But then once something becomes against the law, it becomes against the law. Then they keep using it for this and say, well, in this case, in 1983, this guy was found innocent, so now he's got to be innocent. Here's the thing. If you're 18 years old, and you're dating a 16 or a 17 year old girl, make sure you talk to her parents. Yeah. Okay. Make sure your parents know about this. And always stay cool with them because. And always stay cool. I've with always them. said that it's, I mean, I, I agree that it's bullshit that if like you're dating a girl who's 16 when you're 18 and then all of a sudden it goes south and the parents press charges. Exactly. And now you're a registered sex offender for the rest of your life. That to me is, is. I, I agree, and nobody can Completely argue with you unfair, on that. Yeah. But, you know, the onus is on the the older person, whether it even be a girl. Yeah. The onus is on them to make sure that their I's are dotted and their T's are crossed with this. So, you know, something else I was going to say, but here's the thing. That's my message to young men, you know, in a one- or two-year age difference relationship. Now, I'm not going to give this message to a 20- or 21-year-old man that's dating a 16- or 17-year-old girl. No, get a life. Get a yeah, life. Yeah. But I'm going to say this to the girl. You may think he's cool and he's older, mm. but he's dating you because he's a loser. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and he's manipulating you. Yes. Those are the only people that will go. If you're 17 years old, and you're he's dating hitting the guy it because 20s, he can. He's doing <laughs> that because he can. That's the only reason why, because he can't get anybody his own age. And the last thing you want to do is be relying on that douchebag for child support. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it it's worked the other way as well. It has. Where, I mean, it it's has worked out what? and I, they I, live I, happily yeah. ever after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I agree. I would probably wager more times than not it's it's the other way around. It, you know, but but I, I will say this much, though. I do have a case of the ass with a 15, 16-year-old kid that's sleeping with his teacher who's like 24. Now, I would say this real quick. There's something mentally wrong with the teacher. Yeah. Okay? But... I had almost guarantee it. 16 years old, hot teacher. She didn't rape that kid. Oh, hell she no. didn't hold that kid no. down. She probably didn't even manipulate him that yeah. much. When you're 16 years old, you're walking around, your pants are as tight as can be. I remember when I was 16 years old, dude, I get, dude, I get a stiffy at just somebody brushing up against me. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's uh, the only thing that it, now, I'm why not saying do they run right. their mouth. I know. Like, I know. They always do. They always got to get on. They always got to get on messenger or something and tell their buddies, and their buddies tell people, and somebody's like, oh, uh, "Mom, Billy's having sexual relations with the teacher." Would you keep your mouth shut, right? dude? Well, it's like Mary Kay Letourneau, who actually just died 
recently, she ended up marrying that dude. Yeah, but she was nuts, though. Well, they yeah, got divorced. But, but, it, we, but here's my other thing. So I say that from a male's point of view. Look, would I be happy if my kids were banging a teacher? Like, this little thing inside me would be like, good job, buddy. But the other part of me, look, I'd be going to the teacher's house. Be like, okay. <laughs> you, you, well, I, I, I'd be like, why? What are you doing? Are you sick? Are you are you are you lost in the head here? The kids fi- want, want me to show you what I didn't teach him yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How bad do you want to keep? How bad do you want to keep this a secret? Right. I mean, because you know, you got to think of it. If the teacher's going to screw the kid, what wouldn't she screw? Right. I just look. Personally, no, I, I agree. There's sick. there's probably a little something wrong upstairs. There's got to be, but oh, there was that one with the two hot teachers had a threesome with the kid. You remember that one? No. Yeah, and they both lost their jobs. They had a threesome. They were inviting him over. And they were both married. Oh, the I've seen that video. Married. Oh, wait, you're oh, talking about yeah. a real thing. <laughs> no, the la- last video I saw was uh, uh, Pornhub. It was a picture of a kid with a gun in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And the caption read, uh, single man destroys three vaginas in Kenosha. That's so That was the last one I saw. But funny. That was pretty funny. But yeah, there's definitely something wrong with these people. I mean, teachers are going to risk their whole lives, their marriage, everything they've built. Just to have sex with a thirteen or fourteen year old kid, they got mental issues. Yeah. But the fact that two of them found each other in the same school and they were both hot. What does that do? Get I, I what don't, where, that, where were they at when I was in school? Because well, yeah, I would have told that. anybody. But what does that do to the 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 mental stability of the husband? Yeah, I know that. Are you okay? So that's the other thing too. I thought about you know how would you feel if your wife. You were just, you had kids. Okay. You had a nice little house. She had a 401k. Going to Whether or not you did, have kids doesn't matter. No, no, I mean, no. But you, well, my thing is you have a family. You've set up a trust bond with this yeah. person to that extent. Now, you're not having threesomes with your wife and the other hot teacher. No, instead. They're getting a 14-year-old yeah. kid. What does that do to you mentally? I agree with that. I'd, I'd take the pump action, as we call it here on the old Donzo and D show. Uh, yeah, uh, I would at least consider it. Like, what the hell is what? wrong with me yeah, that exactly. she went to a kid? Exactly. And, uh, uh, honey, we never had threesomes. What's going on here? <laughs> God. God it just, I don't even want to think about it. So, anyway, we were talking about, <laughs> we go into cuties and Gucci and all this other garbage. Talking about the wildfires. 26 deaths so far. When the fuck were we talking about the wild? I started talking oh. about, the, and you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Oh, okay. That you do all the time. <clears throat> well, so anyway, the wildfires. I don't know how much you've been following this, but 26 deaths, uh, 6,200 buildings have been destroyed, and over 3.5 million acres. Yeah. Okay. First thing we're gonna touch on. What are your thoughts on it? Well, it's clearly climate change. Yeah, it's a climate change. It's got nothing to do with the faulty power grid, the transformers that explode when yeah, it gets hot. Yeah, I mean, hot. look, we It's got nothing to do this. with they will not allow deforestation and thinning of the forest and leave the dead shit there. And it's definitely got nothing to do with people setting the fires. And, and we see this almost every year, wildfires. I mean, granted, it may be a little or a lot more uh, of a problem right now Oh, it or is this because year. they're catching people lighting them. Yeah, well, no, I just mean the, the sheer size and number... Of fires, but every year they have these wildfires, and well, I can answer my own question. It's an election year. Absolutely. So now they're saying, first, people were claiming that people were lighting these fires, and the mainstream media was, "Oh, there's no evidence of that." Well, now we have evidence these people are lighting fires, and people are starting to try tie some of them to Antifa. Like they have friends that are Antifa, they no. may you know, pro Antifa post. And now the media is coming out, well, there's no evidence of this. And Facebook fact checkers and all this other BS. Well, I did see one that they were talking about these wildfires in Portland. And it was a guy that they arrested and then he got out and then he lit more fires. Well, if you didn't actually kind of dive in and read the articles, yeah. you would think that he caused these massive fires with no. acres and acres of destruction. Well, it turns out that he lit a couple fields on fire and they quickly put them out. Right, but, right, but the point but is, still, but yes. other people. there's yes. people actively going, and they're catching them with matches. There's one gal, got a guy at gunpoint, caught him on her property, it's all hazy, mm. had matches in his hand. She pulled the I gun. I did see, him. yeah, I, I seen the, the snippet of that. Then the one big fire that was started by the damn gender reveal. Oh, that's just stupid. Yeah. But, you know, if a gender reveal can set a fire and cause all that damage, somebody with matches can too, especially when it's oh, set dry. Oh, especially out there when it's set dry, yeah. And they, they, they don't 
they released one name, and I did some Facebook sleuthing as I usually do. They released one name, and I can't remember what his name was uh, that they called him. And I got on his Facebook page, and I'm, I'm just going to say this. He looks like he's an Antifa guy, but you can't tell anything. So I looked at people that commented and shared his posts, and they all, and they're part of that. They have a Juggalo church. Oh, Christ. They're all part of the Juggalos, which in case anybody has forgotten, because if you've forgotten it, you're you're actually pretty lucky. The Juggalos were the big following to Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. No, they're still out there. Well, obviously, they are because they have this church. Yeah. The Juggalos. The Gathering of the Juggalos, the actually. The juggal- that's That happens in Southern Illinois every year. I've never met anybody that was a big ICP fan that I, I thought have. was worth a shit. Oh no no okay I'm glad oh, you you, you no. you've met big you met the, ICP fanatics that were worth a damn. No 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 okay. I, I didn't okay. wait till you finished the whole sentence. Just talk about it. It's like they it's like they got to be 14 years old and they never mentally grew up. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I mean, for starters, the music is shit. It's not always good has music. been. No, it's not. It's terrible. I mean, if you're gonna be a diehard, paint your face like. At least Kiss put out some fun music. Paint your face exactly. like exactly. Now Kiss was Kiss was not a uh, you either season l- orchestra. No, you but e- they had good songs. You they either loved great. them or, or hated them. Well, I don't think no. you hated them. I think Kiss. No, was there's one of those. a lot of haters out there. I promise. Is it really? Yeah. I Gr- growing up, I mean, my screen name on just about everything is Cold, Cold Gin. Yeah, still that's is. How you can find D Hardy. Just type in Cold Gin and a picture of his mug shows yep. up. Yep. But I can understand, you know, because, yeah, when I was growing up, thinking back to, well, you, you got eight years, nine years, eight years on me? Yeah. Eight years? When I was a kid. Well, I don't know. You don't ever tell anybody how old you are. Yeah, so. exactly. So when I was a kid, though, listening to Kiss and ACDC, it was popular with some kids, but most kids it was not popular with. It was it was their parents' music, you know what I mean? Right. And it was back around 2000, I think, where that made a reemergence, and people started getting back into 95. it. 95. When, as far as Kiss, when no, I'm just talking in general. Oh yeah, 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 because you're talking about the big reunion thing, and that that was a big deal. Yeah, I would say the the big revival of the quote classic rock happened early '90s. I would say basically, it, I'd say with 96. grunge. Well, when grunge came in, the diehards that that liked that music, right. you started to hear and see more Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, things of that nature. But they they were coming. Grunge had to kind of die, but then then the mid nineties though you're right. Like Kiss Kiss got back together. Ninety six was a big reunion tour, right? Ninety five was it ninety five? Okay, ninety five was big reunion tour. What else happened then? ACDC's Ball Breaker came out. Mm -hmm. That was a commercial just powerhouse in the. Oh yeah. Yeah. So at that point, by the time you got to the year two thousand, all these big bands that only played occasionally were now back in the arenas like they were in the seventies. Yeah, I mean Aerosmith. Look, they their comeback started in the mid '80s, but after because Joe Perry left. Yeah, and then he came back when they towards they, the end of the '80s. They did the Run DMC thing is and basically that, yep. what brought them back, and then Permanent Vacation and Pump were two of the biggest albums of that decade. Absolutely, you know I gotta say something about Aerosmith. I love the old Aerosmith, and and I like some of the new songs too. Yeah, but that Pink song. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I look. They've lost me on a few of them. Yeah, no, I agree. I anything after Pump or not Pump? What was the one? The one after Pump that had the cow on it? Um, it was still decent. Get a grip. Get a grip. Get a grip. Yeah, it get was still was pretty good, good. But then they became too kind of poppy. So from wildfires to classic rock, that's <laughs> how we roll on El Donzo. Yep. Off so anyway, I'm telling you right now, they've got evidence of this. There's people trying to light fires. I don't know how many have been. How many acreages, acre? How many acres have been contributed to people doing this on purpose? But it's happening. And if you see what these people do in towns, don't, don't be surprised if they're going to go outside city limits and start lighting fires yeah. just to piss people off or do this to destroy more stuff. Because obviously they have no regard for anybody. Oh, else. wait, wait till November fifth if Trump wins. Yeah, it's. I was, I was talking to my mother about that today. It's going to be bad. It's either way. It's going to be bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to get all negative Nancy like I did last week. And thankfully you didn't have to hear that because I was pretty bad shape last week. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> November 5th is just the beginning, whether it doesn't matter who wins because the other side is going to be extremely pissed off. Now, granted, if Biden wins, I don't expect 
Republicans to burn the cities down and things no. of that nature. But no, it's, it's going to get but, bad. But I'll tell you what, if Biden wins, don't do not expect any of this to slow down. See, I, I, I think it will to a degree, but I don't because I'll tell you why they're going to these, these liberal mayor's houses now and protesting them. The people that say, Hey, yeah, we're going to defund the police. We, Minneapolis just defunded their police department. And right after they defunded it, more, there's still riots going on up there. Yeah. It's n- there's nothing going to appease these people. They don't care about anything. They don't care about George Floyd or that idiot Jacob Blake. They don't care about that. Maybe it won't necessarily slow down if Biden wins, but if Trump wins, it's oh, it's going to magnify tenfold, I think. Yes. No, I agree with you. But look, this is... I was talking to somebody last night. These people want anarchy now. They don't want any form of government. And you want anarchy, that's fine. But everybody saw what happened with anarchy in Kenosha. Anarchy was not their strong suit. Let's put it that way. What do you got there? Oh, D's is pulling up something. That's every, just what I was talking about. Yeah. Every arrow in our quiver. What's that? What's the bottom of the headline say there? Speaker Pelosi won't rule out using Trump impeachment to stop the SCOTUS pick. Supreme Court of the United See, States. once again, she's going to waste everybody's time with this. Yeah. And that's all it's going to be is a waste of time. So when he when he gets if he gets reelected, which I actually do think is going to happen. The silent majority, you haven't heard him really speak up yet. They're there. If he gets reelected, then that's all it's going to be is impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. But he's got, he, if he wins the reelection, he doesn't have to worry about getting elected again. Now he's a condemned man because they're going to go after him hard on everything. Oh, absolutely. So he's going to pull out all the stops. That's what I'd do if I was in his position. Here's another one. And you're talking about that every arrow in our quiver. How much you want to bet that ricin letter that was sent to the White House and found today is one of those arrows. Probably. It came from Canada. I mean, the, that just fours me, dude. They just found it this morning in the screening, in the mail screening at the White House. Ricin letter from Canada. And then you see stuff like this, every arrow in our quiver. I'm going to tell you something right now. If there's any way they can figure out to assassinate him, they're going to do it. Anyway, well, I mean, all they got to do is call Hillary. I'm sure she can get it done. Hey, hey, Hillary. speaking of assassinations, it's kind of eerie that we haven't heard anything about old Ghislaine. Well, you know what? I can just babble here for a second if you want to check the news or have you already. No, I haven't, but I just figured there'd be something. The last update I heard was she was denied her request to go to Gen Pop. And that was, what, two, three weeks ago? And there hasn't been anything of substantial that's been reported. And yeah, just a quick Google search, that, and it doesn't, doesn't show really anything. Oh, speaking of something else, too, that's we, we talked about this last week. I was going to throw in there. Trump's now nominated for two, count them, two Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah. <laughs> for Serbia-Kosovo Serbia deal. And the UAE deal with uh, with Israel, where they recognize those. So that's going to make. Let's see. And he's now doing he's doing one with Bahrain. So it's going to be the United Arab Emirates, Jordan, Egypt, and Bahrain that normalize relations with Israel. And that's really pissing some people off. But I, not as much as going to piss them off if he wins. Yeah, not as much as they're going to be pissed off if he wins. But it's actually a pretty big. When do they announce that? What's that? The Nobel. Prizes. When are those? I think they're next year. Oh, okay. I think they're like March or April. I'll okay. have to check on that. But even the guys that nominated him came out and said, you know, we're not big fans of Trump, but he's done something historic here, which he really has, because that goes back to, you know, prior presidents always talking about what what they're going to do, what they're going to do, and they never do it. Like we're gonna we're gonna move the. Uh, oh, what am I thinking here? The uh, oh, shut up! Just shut up! The uh, the embassy. In Israel. They always talk about that, and they never do it. Oh, yeah. Um, always talk about bringing pre- peace to the Middle East, and they never do it. And Trump's doing it. And then the other thing is, now this is a knock on Palestine. So these countries are starting to get away from Palestine. So I think it's going in the right direction. But anyway, yeah, that's we'll see what happens there. I think if he gets nominated for another one, you're, uh, you're going to see a lot of liberal heads explode, though. <laughs> Somebody's definitely going to get a gun and try to stop him at that that's if there are any liberal heads left after November. Yeah, if if the election happens. Look, you remember uh, Tropical Thunder? Yeah. 
never go full retard. Yeah. <laughs> well, the liberals are going to go full retard if uh, yeah. Trump gets re-election. So just be ready for it. And like we've said, this is this. Yeah, it started, but you ain't seen nothing until about November fourth when they call this election. If they can call it at that point, I. Well, no, I, they they'll like get I said, a, I, they'll get a result, and it'll I, likely be it'll likely be. See, I'm not 100 percent convinced there'll be a result. Well, no, let me finish. They will come out and say, okay, the electorates, blah, 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 have gone to Donald Trump. Donald Trump wins. And then they're not going to concede and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We need this impossible. We need re-. They'll drag it out. No. And I guarantee you right now, right now as I'm sitting here talking, they've got people in all these states getting a plan together for how they can get these mail-in ballots piled up. So they can say, well, wait a minute, we're getting these these ballots in that didn't get counted, and these ballots, and this isn't right. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're going to do. If you don't think they'll commit fraud, you're out of your mind. I talked about what happened to my mom with her. Yeah. RNC no, I, I clearly see another 2,000 coming. It's going to be way worse than 2,000, because I checked that after we did the show. It was three weeks that went on for. Three weeks. That's it? Because it, it was seems just three like weeks. it was forever. No, it was just three weeks. It was so close. It, was, it By the time they recounted it, it wasn't worth contesting at that point. Right. Okay. This is going to be far worse than that. This is going to drag on until they think they can get Nancy Pelosi in the White House. That's if she wins. But I mean, well, I think they got till January 4th. I think she's going to win just, just because of who she is and where she's at, even though those people should wise up and see that it's a shithole and they need San some Francisco. Change. Yeah. You know, San Francisco should be set on fire, not the rest of California. That is a massive shithole. That is a dump. Yeah. I can't believe anybody from that district would vote for her again. Well, they ran that gal, that salon owner, out of business. Yeah. Yeah, she closed down because she exposed Nancy Pelosi. So there was actually enough people there that loved Nancy Pelosi that that much that was so pissed off because she got caught in this gal's hair salon, they shut down her hair salon. That's amazing to me, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, did you hear that new? We, we got a local radio station. You didn't listen to it, but it's Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. They got a commercial on, and it's got some guy doing an impression of Nancy Pelosi, and like people saying, "Well, I need this and I need that," and he's like, "Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any uh f- freezers that I can put my expensive ice cream in?" Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my wife caught it. She's like, "You got to really listen for it." So, COVID. What are we doing with COVID right now? Uh, the numbers have been dropping consistently. We're down to under 5% as far as the roll in positivity rate. So we had that huge spike basically about time ISU right. um, or, and colleges nationwide. But even nationwide, the numbers have been consistently falling back to uh, preschool in Pre- session. Preschool. Pre- not, not preschool, but before school got right. back into session. Did you see that uh, England is considering another lockdown? No. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a big spike over there. So um, I'm not really quite sure what's going to happen across the world, but I can tell you right now. So my, all three of my kids were sick this week, the past two weeks, coughing, hacking, went to the doctor. The doctor says, you, you don't have a fever. You don't have the Rona. I've known a lot of people this has happened to. You don't have the fever, so you don't have it. But wait a minute. You could be asymptomatic and still have it. Did they test them? No, they didn't test them. They didn't test them. I know a guy had wow. pneumonia. They didn't test him. No, you don't have it. So I don't know if the doctors at this point are looking at this and going, eh, look, you seem fine. No, you don't have it. Don't go and get a test and get positive. So I don't know if the doctors are doing this. Well, then you hear people that show up and sign up for the test, but then decide, nah, we're going to leave. And all of a sudden they get a letter saying they tested positive. I know a guy, personally know him. Uh, he had really bad body aches for a couple days and just kind of felt, had a headache. And went in, he had the Rona. And then, like, the next day, he was fine, and he had to quarantine. Yeah, so he no, worked I've... on his farm, and the guy calls him and says, hey, we want to do a monitoring thing and have you fill out a corona log and how you how you feel and what your temperature is. He's like, I don't have a fever. I've never had a fever. No, it's, she, uh, it's so different goes, with everybody. She goes, well, how are you doing right now? He goes, I'm hot. And she goes, oh, my. Well, he goes, no, I've been working all day. I have a farm. I have to do stuff. It's hot outside. Right. She goes, you've been working? He's like, yeah. She's like, oh, my. <laughs> Wow. The Rona. <clears throat> so, anyway, you got anything else to add to this lovely, glorious Sunday morning? Nope, it's ten to, ten minutes till kickoff. So, oh yeah, you want to get there? You want to get there and have social justice shoved down your throat, don't you? No, I just want to watch my Steelers play. All right. Well, since he's got to go watch uh, the BLM and stuff, 
<laughs> this is I'm Eldonzo. D's. And we're out of here, baby. See ya.